Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You know what Guys, I'm really excited for? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say that you're very excited for our shows at the Dynasty Typewriter. January 11th and 18th of 2023. We will be live in a mini residency at Dynasty Typewriter, 7.30 p.m. on January 11th and January 18th. Tickets are available now, so you should get them if the Lord calls to you and tells you it's the right thing to do. Come be rock stars with us, dolls. She was beautiful. No matter what, <laughs> what they say. And words can bring me down. Don't you bring me down today. Laura and I just needed to sing that. We just broke. We both broke into "Beautiful" by Xena because we were having a moment of self. Of body dysmorphia. 
<laughs> and a crippling body had, dysmorphia. What is that? Feu de, what's that like mutual insanity? Folia du. We just had folia du about Ozempic and we had to sing that to like talk ourselves out of. Every single day I wake up, I say, is today the day I'm going to get Ozempic? Everyone is on it. And every single day I say, not today, doll, but maybe tomorrow. And then every day is a fucking battle out here. Ozempic army. No, the Ozempic army is. It's it's growing. The U.S. military has nothing on the Ozempic army. The Ozempic army, it's like in Lord of the Rings when they gather and he's like, build me an army more the of mortal. (laughs) And just like a ton of thin ladies. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I was serving cunt. I, <laughs> I hope you keep on serving cunt. Keep on serving cunt. <gasps> okay. <laughs> um, she looks stunning, by the way. She's probably on a Zempic. Yeah. No, she's just always. No, Luann is naturally life. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the what I'm going to be doing immediately after recording this is listening to getting on a Zempic <laughs> and listening to. Lizzie Moss recap Scary Island. Guys, I know I know it's a you're cheap. You're part of the problem. I know it's a cheap, but I want to I want to hear Elizabeth Moss talk about Kelly Benson. I do. Bethany knew she could get the people. She could get, she could get the gays. She, she goes, "I'll give him Scary Island. Uh, I'll give him Elizabeth Moss." The They'll gays never be the gays able love to say Elizabeth no. Mo- we love Now Elizabeth I want to listen to it. Well, of course, we have to I'm sorry. I It's our duty as it's our duty citizens to listen to, to on Ozempic and then listen to Bethany Frankel's podcast. <laughs> Do you think she's on Ozempic? No, she is Ozempic. Yeah, she's <laughs> she was born Ozempic and yeah. she'll die Ozempic. I just think it's I like just a super prestige, gritty actress recapping the most prestige episode of Housewives of all time. Is she? But it, has she watched before? She's watching for the oh, first no, time. Oh no, I think she's she's I think a fan, she's like a big fan. I think she's been. I'm seething with jealousy. She's done like those reenactments on Watch What Happens Live. Like I think she's like actually like a housewives girl. I know. Look at you. That's like (laughs) I just heard that was like that meme of Ben Affleck going. (laughs) I just bend. You did. You just bend like smoking a cig. Look at you right now. What's it all for? You know. I throw. I'm throwing in my. (laughs) I'm happy. It's time to give up, guys. We're back. We. Are back in person. Lars is officially COVID negative. Rona neg for once in my fucking life. <laughs> oh, you are. You're like uh, <laughs> Bolsonaro, like getting COVID like every fucking week. <laughs> I truly have. You had a. It was a, you had. I got a, out just in time. Got yeah. negative just in time because I was literally. I spent a day just in bed yesterday because mm-hmm. I felt like kind of tired and unmotivated, and I was like, "Oh, this is like the beginning of depression." That was hearkening back to the early days of quarantine, where we just weren't allowed to leave our apartments for mm-hmm. months, and we couldn't go anywhere. And then eventually, you start to just become convinced that you belong in your apartment. And to be anywhere else would be wrong. You're like, this is all I'm good for. This is all I know. This is all I'm good for. I shouldn't even talk to anyone else, nor can I even talk to anyone else. No, why would you? And about six days of that is like my threshold until I start to believe I'll just be a cave person. So thank fucking God we're back and interfacing IRL and like getting some plans on the docket. Like it's going to be, it's going to be okay. You saw 
iconic Michelle Collins. Well, no, she texted me last night and she's like, do you want to go to dinner? And I was like, you know what? I took stock of my whole vibe and I was like, I've been in sweatpants all day. I've been mm-hmm. in my bed all day. Yeah. Haven't washed my hair. Like it's in a, like, a teeny little ponytail. <laughs> like I was like, I'm tired, so I should probably rest. And then I took the test and I was negative and I was like, okay, I'm released from this hell, but I'm still just going to be. No, you just have to give yourself one one. Allow yourself one more night of like psychosis and then mm-hmm. be like, I'm ready. And yeah. it's a crisp day. The sky is blue, blue, blue. The rain was incredible. The rain was, a, I mean, let the rain fall down. Tuesday, the rain was, it was a monsoon. It was a nor'easter, like positively sideways rain, the wind whipping. It was, it was a proper monsoon. It was a proper, proper monsoon. It was um, a typhoon. There was like a flash flood warning. Yeah, I didn't get that in my area. I didn't either. But I know people that did. So that made me feel good. I was like, well, I'm on a little bit higher ground, I guess. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you don't have to worry about a flash flood. Yeah, I guess not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think you picked a good week to be Timing-wise, it was good. Yeah. Mental health-wise? You got it over with before the holidays. Yeah. And now I'm free to be me. And like, you know, there's going to be some fucking wave... Oh, I think this is the beginning of it. Yeah, I think you got in on the right, on the ground floor, Dole. Dole, I'm ahead of the curve. Um, I've been on like a Naomi Watts bender this week. Really? Um, I, Speaking of like agoraphobic, I was watching, began watching a movie she was in called The Wolf Hour, where she is like a, it's during like the Son of Sam era summer in new york and she's a she's in the 70s she's a recluse living in the bronx who's like a writer and she lives in her grandmother's apartment and she's you know afraid to go outside and then she's being tormented by an unseen person but she doesn't know if it's just her mental health yeah, slipping or, away or like or the son of sam, Ms. sam. <laughs> but she's sounds always bad it sounds, it's really bad <laughs> i'll be real it sounds terrible and we also and this is this was actually like so bad that it was good we watched a movie called down which came out in 2001 naomi watts is in it she plays a hard-nosed like new york post reporter investigating elevator deaths at a skyscraper a made-up skyscraper called the millennium building and it turns out the elevators like are possessed may or may not be like possessed that's cool but it was set during it came out like the year 9-11 happened or like so it got buried i think because it was like bad timing they referenced like (laughs) They were like, well, you know, the Twin Towers had that bomb in 10 years ago. And like they they referenced like a Tower of Doom and like people falling to their deaths. And I'm just like, Naomi Watts Wait, did not they have. they knew. But they like, they that did was know. like a prescient, like psychic move. No, but also I was just thinking like, she cannot catch a break. She always, <laughs> everything she's in is a stinker. Well, the Come sheer on. volume with at which she works. She and Nicole. I think that just is there's going to be a lot of sinkers and then there's going to be some major wins. She's had, she's obviously been in Did some major wins. Did you watch the wins. tsunami movie? Oh, The Impossible? Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, she's great. She was nominated for that. You should watch that. this movie that I almost watched on a plane but turned off where she's like stuck in the snow. Oh, I can't. Why? You can really fuck with a lot of things. That's where you draw the line. I'll say I'll go with like killer sentient elevators, but I will not watch Naomi Watts like yeah um, I was like why would I why would I want to watch this I thought to myself five minutes in and then I said I don't but every movie she's in I like I I click to see like the rods it's always like a 48 percent 
But then she'll come out the gates with something incredible and prove herself once again. Listen, she's got to make money. She's working. She has two kids. It's hard out there. Leave Schreiber probably, probably hard to be divorced from him. Yeah. Right? I respect a woman that works and works and works. I just, I love the dynamic with her and Nicole must be, I, I feel like they've reached, they've probably reached like a good... Where they don't let any of that stuff like bother them. No, I think it's from that perspective. I think you're always getting paid. Yeah, and you want to you want to act. So you're gonna take like you want to consistently work and act and get paid. And I think that that's like very respectable. Me too. I love her. I just love watching her. And like I'll just I won't watch her in like the snow movie, but I just love watching her in these like ridiculous movies. Is she your favorite actress? She's someone that I will always like if it's if she's on the TV I'm like I'll watch her. You're drawn to her. Yeah. I think she's That's probably why she works so often is cuz everyone's like, "You know what? There's something about I'm her." In. I mean, she has that star power. Mhm. I love that she and Nicole are like basically childhood best friends and then both became A-list. I love that she lived in her car and ate like Snickers bars. Naomi did? Yeah, she was like a super struggling when she first moved here actress in la like like unhoused vibes and sorry she was so she talks about it and was like on her like desperate hollywood hustle like and then made it so and yeah i think that was her big breakthrough but it was also like very much her life Mm -hmm. if memory serves so it also then tracks why she would just work and work and work and work forever because if you experience that kind of like lack and oh, scarcity. Yeah. I have no like I'm not knocking her for like No, I'm not saying you are. But I, I just I do love that she's like she's just like in these movies. She's out here in the shit. She's in the suck. Um but I I do love also the like ongoing drama between her and Lauren Laura Harrier or Laura the woman that was her co star in Mahon Drive. What's her name? Laura something? Oh, the brunette? What's the drama? <sighs> That brunette has not worked, right? No, 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 no. She has not. <laughs> she, she stopped. She, you, if you want a wild Instagram, what's her name? Can you look it up? Yeah. It's like Laura something. I'm, people are probably screaming at me. Laura Herring. Laura Herring. So Laura, <laughs> her Instagram right now, her Instagram is like wild that she's a wild follow, but mm-hmm. she, around Oscars time, posted this long sweeping caption about, the last time she went to the Oscars was like for like for Mulholland Drive and she she was like Naomi Watts wanted to put together she wanted to host an Oscars party and she goes and I didn't have any money at the time because I hadn't been paid yet but I I wanted to support her so I gave her all the money I had for this Oscars party and then when I showed up to the award she was with David Lynch and they both snubbed me and Naomi Watts like wouldn't look at me and like left me there and I was just like and she was like and I was wearing like Oscar de la Renta and like she tagged and <laughs> and then she she went to talk about that movie that he did where they were all wearing like rabbit masks Inland Empire no yeah or I don't know if it was that one but it was another one and she was like I had to leave she was I'm I get claustrophobic in masks and like I, I couldn't take it so they had to replace me because some another actress who came in was like 
less sensitive than I was or something. Well, sounds like you couldn't do the job. But she's just, she hates Naomi Watts and she has this long-standing bitterness with her and David Lynch. And she, she thinks she's like, I don't know why Naomi Watts hates me so much, but what can I do? Like she must've been jealous of me or something. I love taking to social media in that way, saying that long of a thing. And then literally just like laying all your mentally ill fucking schizoid baggage out on the table and being like, I don't know why these people hate me. I don't know why I haven't worked. It's like, it's like, babe, look in the fucking mirror. But she, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. She, she snubbed me. She goes, but she was, you know, she was with Nicole Kidman at the time. Like, obviously that was a bigger ticket for her to be with, best for, with her best and i was like yeah yeah get, damn damn anyway haterism so it's but i i, scary I want out there i would like some kind of long read about the drama of mahon drive i'll bet there's yeah i mean if the if the read is if it's if there is drama and it's not just like hollywood drove this bitch crazy mm-hmm. which sounds like it probably is like you're in a movie that does really well but then you never work again and you develop a chip on your shoulder about everyone else and like you're the victim in all of this i don't know how long that read that's a is <laughs> a short read <laughs> i there's probably truth there probably is some truth to like what she's saying about like i bet naomi like did snub her but like probably it was probably because she just didn't want to deal with her yeah which like when you're a fucking psycho you (laughs) tend to get snubbed everywhere you go like if people are snubbing you over and over you kind of eventually have to do the math and put together that the common denominator is you it's you dole it's you dole yeah prayers for her prayers for her hope she gets better she probably won't Mm -mm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system 
from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Wait, speaking of deeply mentally ill white women, Mm -hmm. I started watching Real Housewives of Orange County like the last season Mm -hmm. because I was like, you know what? It's time. And I I honestly actually thought it was the new season. So I was like, I'll just start watching. And it wasn't. But now I'm hooked again. And I'm going to get through this all and then be back, like be Be on the train. Yeah, And it, it is like, really good to me the show yeah yeah i haven't watched the last i've watched like i've gone in and out with like watching a few episodes but i haven't been consistent but like they are they continue to provide i will be watching when tamra's back on yeah but like heather dubrow heather's back and she is she's a she's a fierce and ferocious businesswoman how are they so rich it's actually shocking they're like scary wealth rich him and they, I think she had like a home shopping network or like QBC something or the other, or they did that together, but they are. But he has like, I think he has a phenomenally successful business, plastic surgery practice. Yeah. And he's been on TV and yeah. stuff. They, their house, their house is, is insane. insane. Yeah. And their Shannon kids. Bedore is 
so unwell. I'm like, this woman should not be on TV, yet here she is, which is my favorite type of person. <laughs> she's kind <laughs> I'm of like, Bravo, you have fucking blood on your hands. She's yeah, she's like a she's a dark horse for like one of the great housewives. Cause she's so She's been in this game for a long time. She's been on too. for like ten years. Uh, yeah. Or like, like ten or maybe eight just years. Just a long time. Yeah, and she's and it's imploded <laughs> her family. She's shell shocked. Is she married now to like a dirty John type? I don't know what their anyone's current status is. I just know what's happening on this past season. But is she's that... dating. She has this business. Does she sell health supplements? She she is from a extremely rich family, I think. Like she's I think she's like a she has a trust fund. Because I don't think I don't think David, her ex, was I think he was. Was he rich? The way it looks to me just from watching these episodes is that like they had got divorced and she had to move out of her like massive mansion and move into like a far more conservative like beach house kind of vibe. I feel like she did come from money though. Love that for her. And then there's that lawyer Gina? No, not Gina. Gina Emily is the lawyer. Her husband is like a abusive oh. gay guy who like is so and also like a literal a, a cruel cruel person and she's a, like he just passed the bar after like 10 years years of trying but i think that was an excuse to not be with his family because he he like yeah lived... he scares me he has scary energy and she has a dark energy about she her is as well really dark but their dynamic that's i think partly why i didn't watch it because like he scares me so much and he's so mean to her and like he seems better now because he almost died of COVID. So he oh. came back from the other side and I think it softened him a little bit. Was he unvaccinated? I don't know. It was touch and go. He literally was like almost dead. Well, so now he seems to be a little more grateful. Karma. And then <laughs> <laughs> Gina, who's also like an alcoholic. I was like, everyone is low-key alcoholics on this show. Isn't she from like Long Island? She's from New York originally. She's rough. She got like a DUI. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's had she also I think had a, like a legitimately abusive ex-husband. Yeah, I think she and she lives in like a shitty like She and Emily seem to be like the more like the poor ones, quote unquote, on the cast. And then there's some plastic surgeon like med spa lady who she and her husband seem like they hate each other and things are going downhill. OC, I think out of all the franchises, sorry to interrupt you, they have the word, like the most toxic marriages. It's insane. Like Tam, starting with Tamara really and Simon. Like, it reminds me a lot of Oklahoma City, like the type of women that I grew up around and like the, like just their vibes and their horrible personal style. And like, they all have terrible The personal style, style is so unbelievably bad that Heather I find has it good to style, be, but it's like kind of, it's not, no one has really good style on OC. It's comfort. It is a balm to my soul though, to see these women just with <laughs> the worst style, living in the most garish, hideous houses yeah. And just like having like horrible marriages and it's suffering like the from OKC alcohol, of it's Southern really California. like it's upper middle class Oklahoma City energy, and I feel comforted by it. I think the most the peak of OC for me was when um, Sarah Winchester, who claimed to be from like the Winchester family, 
I don't know. I guess they're like a big family in California, but she was an insane alcoholic, so dark sided. I think she's in QAnon now. And she was friends with Gretchen and she came to Heather DeBro's birthday party and Heather had never met her before. And while Heather <laughs> brought the cake out and was like addressing everyone, being like, thank you so much. Sarah just took a piece of the cake and like ate it or stuck her fingers in it while she and then like, I think I remember this drama like, and then ate, ate like the the candle like that was edible somehow. <laughs> And Heather was like, why did you just do that? Like, you just stuck your fingers and and it became this whole drama. And Sarah was like, no, you're like, why you me? You fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. And like, it was just like, and it was, it was such an unhinged, like, oh, this is a crazy, like, this is a, yeah. a sociopath person. Yeah. But then to see her try to defend herself and Heather and the her best. husband were like, please leave. Please love- leave. The great thing about Heather is that she actually knows what's happening. Like she like has to be like on top of her shit. She like has a ha- like has a sense of what's going on and has a sense of like up from down. Well, she also like li- was she like lived in New York. Well, yeah, she's like a real one. And yeah. so you put her around these absolute cuckoos and then they like do things to her and th- she's just like constantly like, what is going on? OC also gave us the most unhinged housewife of all time, Kelly Dodd. Oh, yeah. And Vicky. Uh, is Vicky coming back? Friend of? She better. She better. She's my favorite person She's in the, the best world. housewife of all time. She really is, like, queen of QAnon life. or not, I'm like... There's also um this woman on last season called Noella who was married to that oh, sweet that guy. James guy. Yeah. Who, like, immediately divorces her... <laughs> the start of the season and like dips he like divorces her locks her out of like credit cards he's like runs away to puerto rico and di- gets like a puerto rican divorce and she's like what and she's just shell-shocked from it does she have to like move and everything i don't know there she's just finding out and she's like blindsided but she keeps she started out the season bragging about how they have like the best sex and they have like a sex dungeon and like how she's like bisexual and like i was and then he's like divorcing i'm i'm so here for it oh my God. that and potomac i've been watching oh. and it's just like it's been great <laughs> i saw a clip where candace told ashley that michael she's like my friend goes over and lets or michael comes over to his house and he lets michael suck his dick <laughs> is this supposed to be on next i think week? so she tells ashley that it's time for someone to tell ashley a thing or two I want. Well, she got she got the memo because she they got divorced. Yeah, but she definitely like she. There's no way she wasn't like completely aware of this and just like in it to keep. Which I get. She's so like like I. My initial feeling is like I do not like this woman at all. She grates on my very last nerve because I think she tries. She's like so naive, but I think she's not really naive. She's dumb as a fox. But then, I like find myself coming around and i'm like oh ashley and i'm like i want to like i find myself wanting to like her and then she does something like in the last episode where she keeps trying to come for candace's husband and i'm like okay well i fucking hate you again yeah and i love candace and i'll, I'll do anything for candace this is <laughs> candace is a comedian and she's a she's a singer she's a chanteuse she's a literal pop star she is her music's good yeah I just, I'm obsessed with her and 
she's done some she's done some bad shit like she definitely like the whole like monique thing i still think was like what was the monique thing monique 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 (laughs) monique like tried to kill her at at the vineyard oh they had a flashback of that but i haven't watched that monique literally swung at her she hit her in the face but candace was also provoking her nonstop, and like I'm not saying I'm not gonna like victim blame, but she was definitely like she didn't just swing at her out of nowhere. Yeah. But Monique's rage at Candace, I I think is like it was such a disturbing moment in television. This gay producer was just trying to like hold her back. They going, showed a flashback of it, and I was like, holy shit! And, and Monique was like, let me go through, let me go through, and like it was so. Con- but like, and he's like, Monique, you cannot. And she's like, just let me go through. Just let me just talk. I just need to. I need to kill her. And then she runs around to the side, knowing that Candace is getting in a car, and she goes. <laughs> she runs. I've never seen so. I was like, "Holy shit!" She's the T one thousand. And they and then they stop her, and she's just sitting there on the lawn, like. And Candace gets away, but I'm just like her power to instigate, her power to provide. She's a shit fucking lines. stir. She's a shit fucking stir, but she knows what she's doing. You know who else I low-key love? It's Wendy. Oh, I love Wendy. I Dr. Love Wendy. Her. Dr. Wendy. She she's... hosted a she invited everyone to a burn session where they went to a winery and she was like, We're all gonna take a piece of paper and write down all the things that we don't like about each person and we'll nice. go around. Always and a good idea. Yeah, and you'll tell them what they don't like and they have to own it. And then they were telling her and she like wouldn't own it. And and it turned it evolved into like chaos. I love Wendy. Like a light chaos. Yeah. Wendy's doing the work. John Hopkins professor Wendy. And she's so busy. She has so much on her plate. Her husband. Her mom, her relationship with her mom always made me emotional. There's a also like a cancer faker kind of storyline, Mia. Mia. Mia's having Mia had a heart. Mia's did you see like the whole thing with her mom? Mm, I've just seen like uh, some flashbacks of that. It's I I guess maybe that's why I have some sympathy for her. I don't I haven't watched She scares me. Yeah. She's a dark energy. One last thing before we discuss other important women. ladies, yeah. Lindsay Lohan is having a week. She's now being styled by Law Roach and she's That's huge. Also it's huge because he came for her when she snubbed his styling of Zendaya for the camp Met Gala where he she was like Cinderella. She snubbed. She like came for him and then he he like dragged her really hard. Wow. But now he's working with her. She looked fucking amazing at Good Morning America. That outfit. That I, like color blocked I outfit. I love that. Her hair. I, I don't know. She just she's looking fresh. The movie apparently somewhat IndieWire said it's the Citizen Kane of Hallmark Christmas movies. Or Netflix. <laughs> no, Richard Lawson from Betty really Fair said It'll give you what you need. It's say what it's like a typical run of the mill, but he said her performance is like be- way better than expected and need to be. Great. I'm just, I just want her to do. Well. Let her live. I'm always like a little sus, but I want to see her win. Me too. I'm. It's it's really hard to be a Lohan fan because you're just waiting for her. You like it when she when she I like it when she acts up, but ultimately I do want to see her win. But but then I do have a little part of me that's like I want her to get crazy again. I do. It does feel like she's genuinely gotten her shit together. I'm also I'm just also a little bit not disappointed, but weirded out about like 
it, there's almost like a narrative at play that's like, oh, now she's finally like married, so she's like not a feral animal anymore. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. and I resent that a little bit. Well, I think it's we. I think her and she's helped do it, but like her whole like queer history has been sort of like erased in a way. Like no one talks about it anymore that she was like this unabashed like queer icon in the. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she was like a psychotic like bisexual slash lesbian but she never actually like i she was doing that before it was like cool to be like i'm queer i know and like she doesn't no one talks really talks about that anymore now she seems there's something that's like a little bit pod person and i don't i can't put my finger on what it is but i'm excited for her and i want her to like literally i'm like give it five years and let her win an oscar i alternate theory like i get what you're saying like it does seem like she's like she's settled she's got a good man like she's finally got her and it's like she needed a man to stabilize her yeah i don't like that either but i think it's more just like she doesn't i think living as far away as you can has actually been the best thing for her yeah i don't think it's even really about i think it's and the press can't like no it's it's illegal can't go would not only that but like they can't like shit on her in the same way because there's nothing everyone to... like just this backlash would be too much i think so now everyone has to be like really nice to her i don't know she's in a she's definitely in a pet position of power once again i do but i i think it's just i think new york and la were just like we need a we need a long vanity fair interview where she like talks about but she things. that's the one thing i don't like which about her like vibe now is like she never really she's never other than the oprah interview but still she was full of shit in that interview yeah she's never really been completely honest about anything there were moments (laughs) in her show like when she was like my mom is like a really toxic presence in my life and i can't we can't be around each other that much because then we start getting codependent and like we don't have boundaries so like that i was like that's real and that felt like she was finally like identifying the problem which was dina yeah was and michael lohan but she's never really been honest about the fact that she's a fucking addict and has mental illness and like i'm just kind of like she's never really gonna own up to that so like which is fine it's no one no everyone can do what they want like but how do you go i don't know anything is what i'm saying how do we go from mykonos to where we're at now she probably got on my theory is that she's got on really good medication maybe or she just was like meant to be a wife and that really did settle her down i I just i need to know a little bit more maybe it's it's less about the man but she just found like a partner that like compliments her and she feels like fulfilled Mm -hmm. i don't know i i don't know something she seems like regal now the air of mystery i think will work in her favor oh yeah for sure but, but like even just s- for me personally it's not working <laughs> but like seeing her come out of the studios and like the, the hordes of fans and she's just like and she's like going up to every person and it's like she's the princess diane <laughs> she is she's the princess of dubai i'm just like <laughs> she like full-blown muslim now like i need i need to know so much she do i need God a lot have, did you ever listen to her podcast no me neither Let's get into it. I'm, <laughs> I'm like enough of a short intro. Let's get into it. We're 37 minutes in. Okay. We're 30 minutes in. I guess. If I'm you... Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens. 
Chaos Choir. This is Waiting for Guthman. This literally is. This was, I didn't like, I actually didn't like this whole, I felt it was too canned and like. I liked all the drama, but I like then the drama. there was a lot of like talking about feelings and things that I was like, found myself taking to the phone. Heather's really, she's got her like producer hat on. But she's also pissing me off because she did lie. She did lie. And then she's trying to like get mad. It's like, okay, I get that it's a sensitive subject because of death, but also you lied. These women flip flop a lot with their friendship loyalties. Mm -hmm. Like Lisa Barlow is a different person. She's I'm obsessed with the approach that she's taking is like pious, God fearing woman who really needs to reevaluate her relationship with the Lord. And it's just like a sweet mom that like loves to play basketball. I love when she goes, God loves me so much. I'm really important to God. I mean, not no. You are. I love Whitney and Angie. <laughs> Just in the cold street. <laughs> Whitney goes, and a five, six, seven, eight. And then they start doing their like rehearsals. And then all of a sudden Meredith goes, Our next, our next audition, Jerwin. Woo. <laughs> Meredith is like truly she's mother to these gays. The- <laughs> she- yeah, she's fucking high. She's, she's barred out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Angie K has never been more psyched to be in like a little dainty outfit. Well, Jerwin goes, I'm going to sing when the saints come marching in. I was like, and then I, that must have been a request. Like they, you sing that or you sing something else. But then Heather went like this. <gasps> yeah. Angie K. She goes, mm-hmm. Mer- Angie K. Jer- Meredith. Obsessed and, with her. Yeah. Jeredith. Jared. Jerwin. <laughs> Jerwin. Meredith and Jen are like out in the hallway talking to some other gay that's like auditioning. And Jen goes, Sing something now, go. And he goes, And the rocket's red glare. And Meredith's face, she goes, <laughs> How many bars is she on? I think it was like a four bar <laughs> morning. She's actually a little more lucid than sometimes where she's been virtually like managing to stand up be both vertical and horizontal (laughs) at the same time so i think her like whatever she's on she's figured out the cocktail she's in two places she does like she goes she was transported (laughs) to 1776 she's on the streets of boston as the cannons of tea in the tea party we got We've seen Angie K before, but she's now has her own talking head, so she's definitely coming into the fold. Yeah. Which it's I'm, the battle of the Angies. I I was into her. I'm into her too, but I'm like she was giving Angie me- K, Dana, and then ha- D all look the same to me. So there's no I can't like I'm having a hard time differentiating them from each other, and I know it will come with time and the more exposed I am to them and their various personalities. But it's just these three women with like long black straight hair. I did I do appreciate that Angie K is Team Barlow all the way. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wrote Eleganza. <laughs> even though like she wasn't even giving that much. I wrote chic glam eleganza. It was a tall with a long straight chair hair and, and a like tinted sunglasses, a tinted, tinted crystal glasses. sunglasses, telling Angie H how it is. And there's one woman, moment where they're like yelling at each other about Finstagate. Yeah, and Whitney comes over and 
she's looking at someone off camera and like mouthing things to them. It's like she looks off camera and goes, "She's re- someone's holding cards for her." She goes, "Wait, wait! You are telling me that Angie's <laughs> husband Chris, an adult man, made a Finsta account? How did I not know?" I'm like, "You knew this." Wait a second. Wait. You wait are- one second now. You. you are- <laughs> You're telling me You're that telling an adult me. man made a Finsta account? She and she created a Finsta account with her husband? No, I am so embarrassed. I just want to hide in my top hat. And to pull my top hat over my head and just be a walking top hat with little feet. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Ms. Shaw comes barreling outside <laughs> and she goes, Ah! Ah! Just one second. She goes, Angie, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. She goes, she goes, to you use my name to shame me. And she's like, well, I mean, it was just saying. I didn't do anything. I didn't do a single thing. She's like, it was just saying the things that you were being accused of. She goes, but I'm innocent. And I was like, Jen, you're not. Here's the thing. (laughs) She's not innocent. But I'm also like. She has. She has pled guilty, though her innocence <laughs> remains she, at question. She's definitely not innocent. But I just love her continuing to just shout in the middle of the streets, I'm innocent! I'm fighting for my life! No one is, by the way, no one, this is the most empty city of we've There's ever... There's four people just standing there. That's how it is there. It is, yeah. It's There's really like... like no one out on these streets. <laughs> Heather is listening. <laughs> the Wild Rose, though... She's on the case once again. She goes, I must wonder, is this an inconvenience thing or a memory problem with Angie K, with Angie H not remembering what was said on Finsta? I think Angie's just blackout. She's several martinis deep. Her husband is balls deep in (laughs) other men. He's (laughs) on Finsta creating a Shaw exposed. I've never heard of anything more homosexual than that <laughs> you have to just disassociate a little. and she's like what like you know some you have some like messy gay friends in your life when that you leave them to their own devices on social media and you're just like go with god like i can't really be a part of it but like you that's do not you. me right no okay. I'm, I, that's not you okay but like you're just like peace love peace love peace, still love, lo- unity respect do you don't include me that's how she is she's like what chris does on his instagram in the dead of night is none of my business door nor do i want it to be i also think she's just drunk <laughs> and she just forgets oh wait angie you might be lying oh wait one second but then that doesn't stop lisa barlow from just Walking in, strolling in unbothered in a suit, in a blazer, ready to go. And in then a chunky she, knit. A chunky knit. She appears behind the curtains and she goes, Hi, I'm here for the audition. Hi. She goes, I'm excited to audition because I do think I'm the only one who can sing. And sing she can. <laughs> she can sing. I didn't I it's honestly was like moment. what note is this? Like what was I couldn't even She <laughs> is a star. Away in the main. You've never heard that version? No, I have, but like the way she was, I she couldn't is... really describe her voice. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus, 
laid down his sweet head. The she like then takes the mic off the yeah. stand. She like starts walking, working the room. She's like, no crying, he made. Is that it? Is that, Is that it? it? Is that it? And everyone starts. They are blown away. And then she basically like her plan, I think, was to come to the audition and then immediately leave again. She doesn't. I don't think wants to be. I don't think she wants to be in the choir. I think she just wanted to audition out of a show of solidarity. She goes. Heather goes. You know, I was moved. She goes. Can't stand her still, but love that she came. Lisa strolls out into the seating area. She goes, "Hey guys, did you hear my audition? Did you love it?" And everyone's like, "Yeah." And then Ange and Wild Rose. Wild Rose puts aside her questioning of Ange and does her routine with her. She and Angie perform. And then do like the splits. Meanwhile, Jen is fuging in the back room, cursing off Heather once again. Well, Heather, I'm also confused about how she suddenly switched loyalties and was like, "It's fine." Jen goes, "The only reason Heather is just kissing Angie's ass because she thinks Angie's husband is gonna motherfucking feed her on a yacht." Her fat elf on the shelf fucking husband. I was like, yes, claws out. Shaw activated. I mean, but that's such a, that is in itself is such an insult. Like, you're basically saying, like, she can't support her. She can't take herself on vacation. That's so, (laughs) she's a terrible friend to Heather. Well, Heather kind of was a bad friend to her in that moment. Yeah. Lisa goes, whatever you do, I've got you. I've got you, girl. Let's go out there. So they confront Angie. Whitney comes out from her audition. She goes, I did some fuertes. I did some pirouettes. It was amazing. And then sits down. Heather sits on, Angie sits on Heather's arm one. Angie's like, I think Angie's drunk. Probably. She goes, they go, I love you. I love you. And then Jen's like, what the fuck? And then Jen explains why it was fucked up for Chris Harrington to use her name to drag Lisa, which I understand. Like, it was fucked up. And then Lisa's like, it's disgusting what your husband was doing. I don't bully people anyone. I don't bully anyone online. And then everyone's like, I have one account and it's my name. It's my name and my face. So I don't bully anyone online. I'm not a liar. I tell the truth. Sorry, I used my platform to tell the truth, Heather. And then Heather goes, Lisa, you have no friends. The truth is you have no friends left. Is anyone here still Lisa's friend? She goes, oh, really? Raise your hand if you're not my friend. And then just Heather raises And Angie. <laughs> I was like, you guys are fucking rude. Stop being mean to Lisa. But you know Meredith was like... Meredith spiritually raised her hand. She went, she went like this. She went like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like... Heather does something that I don't like where it's like... She's mad at Lisa for mm. getting on Twitter and saying, I did text you about your dad. Dying. I text you, here are the actual receipts in the timeline. So you're lying about this, and here's the truth. Which, like, yeah, that's insensitive, but it's also like, I get why she would do that. And Lisa says, like, I wanted to clear my name. You accused me of being a liar, and I'm not a liar. So that's why I shared this. And you actually lied about me and that's why i did this and then instead of being like you're right like i did lie like blah 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 i was confused heather goes she's you know what it's a free country you can do whatever you wanted so i guess you cleared your name and you're the best person ever and you get to do and i'm like i hate that like defensive bullshit with people where they're like 
fine, like you're amazing and you didn't do anything wrong and I did everything wrong. It's like, just say that you fucking lied at the reunion. Heather did acknowledge, I think either at BravoCon or something that she, I saw like a panel and she did acknowledge that she fucked up and like, she's like, yeah, it was just all the days blended together at that time. So like to her credit, she did acknowledge like she, she flubbed yeah. the dates and did mistake when Lisa actually sent the text. But now she's like doubling down on it, I guess. But this was also just so... took too long for her yeah. to like just come around and be like, yeah, like all you have to say is it was a really confusing time. I was really hurt. And then I flubbed the dates and I'm sorry for that. Lisa didn't need to do what she did. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah. These women are online and Lisa had to clear her name because she's not a liar. Team Barlow. But then we we get to the most important scene of the whole episode, which is Seth and Meredith Marks take a bubble bath together and Seth or Meredith toe fucks Seth. I watched this scene twice. I've never been more turned on by any Bravo content. Did you jerk off to... I'm going to. (laughs) Like, this was... It was... It was... Unreal. It was crazy. And, like... The sexual energy at play... Meredith was like... So they get in the bath and Meredith is sitting on one side and she goes, You're gone for four days and I miss you when you go. Her face, though. Like, her sexy look. Yeah. Where she's just like low in the bubbles and it cuts her and she's like She's literally like fingering she's literally his ass. Giving asshole. him a foot job under the <laughs> she thing. Is. And he's like uh, and, and Oh he's, my god. And, and he's like, she's like And she goes, Brooksy's coming to town and he goes, Can you not mention her kids while you're like shoving your toe up my ass? I was like, just like I love it. And I was literally like smash cut to me waltzing into that bathroom going, There room enough for three. <laughs> <laughs> Can I join? Oh, my God. Do you think she pegs him? I think that they're showing, like, a level in relationship intimacy that, yeah, I think Asplay Asplay has to be on the menu after a certain point. She... If you're super... They're so hot for each other. Yeah. They went through, like, a really... I think that horrific time they went through made it so much better for them. I'm turned on by both of them. They're amazing. They're so sexy that but i love energy's off the charts i was like meredith is the most beautiful woman i've ever seen her just staring (sighs) bless you seth is so hot but he's also like really freaky and like he's he's a pod person he's he has todd peterson she's a femme top and he's kind of a beta bottom and i think that's why they work well together he has todd peterson instagram energy He'd, I don't fuck with his social media because I can't have my Seth Boner be taken down. It was a, it was the most, I think, the most erotic or sexually. It was sexually charged from top to bottom. It was the most sexually charged scene uh, maybe ever on Housewives. Her smile in the bath, I'll never forget. I'm going to get that like tattooed. Get that tattooed on your. I was like, this woman is so sexy. Right here. Yeah. A full side Rip. piece, a trunk piece. Um. Wow. Heather and Dre go to their second beauty lab location. That's like, this was like. Whatever. Um, I just wrote Heather as a mogul in the making. Kind I'm going to ask my stepmom if she's heard of Heather Gay. All right. And beauty lab and a laser. true mogul. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the same biz. Yeah, and they're nearby. Trying to do, they're doing like the same thing, which is, I guess, franchising out like their med spas. So I wonder if like Heather Gay is on the radar 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lisa and John head to like what looks like a Roy Rogers. This uh, restaurant. I was harrowed. I was shaken to my core. Those it didn't feel dispensers right. Dispensers at a t- when, I'm like, why are they wearing such? I was like, you guys are at like a. What's the lighting vibe of this like cafeteria? Yeah, it was a weird. It was like why no judgment. So I was just like they just. I thought they were like going into like Toscana or something. Well, I was ready for that. You know where I really wanted them to be, Ruth's Chris. I was Ruth's like, Chris this is, is no Ruth's Chris. This news Chris is like news news <laughs> Chris. Ruth's Chris is like a do you Michelin they, star compared to this. Do you think they have Vita Tequila at Ruth's Chris? It made me dying to go back. It, I was literally, but the only Roots Chris I really want to go to is the one in Salt Lake City. The one that resurrected you. It brought me back from the dead, but now I want to go and have, a, I want to go and say, I'm definitely going to do a Vita cocktail. Every waiter in Salt Lake City appears to be like a blue haired gay. This one wasn't. I know. I'm blue haired. Like, but he was like dancing. Yeah. Like, he was kind of like pirouetting over to the table. Yeah. He like put his arms over his head. I feel like at one point was like, that's amazing. Like do that. You'll have that. You'll have that. <laughs> he was, was like, I hear the lavender ones are really good. She goes, John and I, we always like to go places where we know they're serving Vita. And they go, do you have Vita tequila? And the guy's like, yeah, it's really popular here. And she goes, I don't think this guy knows that John and I are the owners of Vita. So I'm definitely going to do a Vita cocktail. She goes, I love my new bracelet. Thank you. I love when it's just. Uh, and John goes, I know it's strange. It's like, that's not the answer I want for my hubby. Lisa, when they're walking in, she goes, I took Henry to like get sweets and it was so cute. Lisa, you are. She's on. She is trying. She's trying so hard. She is basically like. Again, she continues to be like, I'm so sad. I have such an incredible blessed life and all of my siblings are in misery. She has been humbled by the housewives machine. Yeah. And this is like her come to Jesus era. Literally. Literally. But I'm ready for her. And I accept this era in hopes that the queen of Sundance will reign supreme once again, rise like a phoenix from the ashes, and become mother to all these bitches. She, by the way, John's pupils are saucers. <laughs> He's rolling. He might be on ecstasy. Lisa, Lisa goes, oh, I just like, I feel like right now I'm, I don't have much of a connection to the heavenly father. I'm very important to God. And I feel like I'm not honoring that. She's losing her relationship to God. According to her, my serpent turf queen. I was so, mm. I needed that lobster tail and Ma- that big old filet mignon. Maybe where the fools, and this is like the best restaurant in Utah. The filet looked good. And I noticed that she was like on the rare side of medium rare. So I was like, spiritually, we're aligned. I'm I just very important that, to God. I think she should be Jewish again, is my hot take. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that Mormonism is love and light to all the Mormon listeners, but you guys know you're crazy. I really think Lisa should join the cast of Real Housewives of New York. She should leave Salt Lake City entirely. She should move away. There's she should no move to New York. It, and she should move to New York where she will be respected. She's a native New Yorker. Yeah, she is. And she needs to leave the Mormon church. She needs to convert back to Judaism and oh, become John. the queen of the New York Tribeca Film Festival. Would John convert to Judaism for her? I think John will do anything she wants him to do. I want them, I want her to live in New York and be like, close to home. I want to see her strutting in the streets. She would be in the meatpacking district every single... They would live in the meatpacking district. I love it down here. I love it down here. I it's, love the it's hustle kind of and off the grid. New York energy. I love the New York vibe. I love the High Line. <laughs> I do love the High Line. It's great. I stroll um, every day. I'm back in Hudson Yards again. It's I love Hudson here. Yards. I love the Chelsea Piers. The I love the. It's really gorgeous. I see all the gays come out here. They say hi to me. I say hi to them. I've never felt more connected to God. I think what she needs God to move is to New trying York. to tell her is that you are straying farther and farther from my light by being a Mormon. By being a Mormon, <laughs> and if you want to really get super close to god the heavenly father i think the only way to go is to be jewish that's like deeply godly that's my hot take she just i just think no one opens the door <laughs> for a native new yorker that's lisa yeah lisa should be on the mass singer she should be she's literally would go that is the weirdest show away in a manger <laughs> jenny mccarthy's like no crib for his head. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. Is that it? Is that it? Jen and Sharif are chatting, and <laughs> Sharif is pissed. Jen's sick voice. Her hair looked amazing. Fierce. I really can't say enough how badly i do not want her to be in prison sharif is just pissed he's going through like an angry moment in his grief of all this and he's just yelling which i don't blame him it's so sad he goes i can forgive you if you apologize he hates well i guess like jen has gotten just like online bullied yeah. to hell and back and is literally like on the verge of death from all the hate that she gets online well, which is it's a whole other thing <laughs> She shouldn't have scammed elderly people. Allegedly. No, I mean, she, that shouldn't have happened. She shouldn't. You should not commit crimes. But, like, people treating people like her, like they're, like, fucking serial killers or something is, like, no. You, like, stole money from people. <laughs> it's not right. But it doesn't. I don't think you it's should. It's not right. But it's okay. <laughs> like, I don't believe that's right. You don't think she's like on the same level as Dahmer? No, I think like violent offenders should be locked up and then like treated or just like fucking killed. <laughs> but like people who are committing like white collar crimes or like like on Jersey Shore family or like family drug reunion. Offenses. I don't think no. Like, absolutely not. 
on Jersey Shore Family Reunion, they just like filmed the scenes where like Situation has to go in for his hearing and like get sentenced. <laughs> they literally, one of the news reporters, all the whole cast except for JWoww and Vinny are like watching it in a bar down the street. And the news reporter falsely reports that Mike gets sentenced to 24 months and everyone loses their minds. Snooki's going, no, what the fuck? 22 years? Two years? And Dina's crying. Angelina's like pretending to cry and like wipe away tears. Ron just goes into the bathroom and you hear like things getting destroyed. He like goes ape shit and like punches a wall. Polly D is like, can't handle it and then they realize that that was incorrect and he only got eight months but still it's a real commentary on the justice system and like how he i don't think he should be put in a horrible prison 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 is not a helpful prison the prison system needs to be abolished i just don't think anyone deserves to go like into prison unless you've like brutally murdered people and have no remorse and haven't done a thing to make it right or like if you're truly a menace to society in your community like yeah get out of here i think there's varying i think there's varying degrees of like menace like con artists and stuff like i you know it's but i i think drug offenses especially like one-time drug offenses that are like extremely like racially stacked against like black people black men specifically like that needs to be that needs to be stopped yesterday and like jen shaw should not be in like a maximum security prison no but like she'll probably go to like a minimum security prison like felicity huffman did yeah i just hate it speaking of mike's situations expecting a girl Mm, is it his second child because he has a son Mm -hmm. lisa goes to totally barren frozen park with a basketball court i hated this i hated this whole scene it this reminded a... me of childhood of like tuesday afternoon in like january i hate it, it made or me like so March. depressed yeah it just made me really depressed me too it was just where re- the grass is like kind of crunchy and yellow, yellow and they're just and they're having like and you you get that weird cute. body odor smell after you've been playing outside and this guy is like mackerel no no sickly it's disgusting let's not even talk about it she brings henry and then wild rose brings brooks her son i brought brooks in a scooter wild rose goes if you told me last year that one day lisa barlow and i would be friends i would say you are crazy she was i would have laughed at you in the face i just heard i'm officially over whitney and justin's plotline yeah i don't get it i don't know fine right she like they're gonna be fine she goes well, right now I am the sole breadwinner of our family with Wild Rose Beauty Projects. <laughs> and Lisa goes, "You're gonna do great. You're gonna do amazing. It's gonna be great. You're gonna get. You're gonna be great." Uh, Whitney goes, "It's known that if you carry around emotion, that turns into disease. So we all know that. So now I cannot. I have to let it out." I was like, "I love this. Is like." A trend on Housewives now. They're fully on body takes, body keeps the score. score. Because, like, Lisa Rinna said this last season. She was like, What? You hold it in, you get cancer. Yeah. So, not no, but I'm like, This is interesting. Like, I like seeing these women kind of realizing it now. At one point, they go, Wild Rose goes, Where's Brooks? I'm like, They're going to get kids. This is like the beginning of like one of those, like, 
early 80s kidnapping stories that that take place in like Colorado or in the Southwest where like kids would go missing and then be on like this is how it starts. Yeah, I thought that too. They're going, where is Brooks? Brooks, yoo-hoo, come back, Brooks. Come sit with mother. Brooks is gone. I was looking beyond the women to the two boys like standing at the top of the play Mm. ground like talking and I was like, I wonder what they're talking about. I don't know. Pokemon? Yeah. TikTok? Definitely not girls. No. They're not there yet. Or boys. They're cute. They're just talking about boys are weird. They just talk about like... Snakes. (laughs) Clouds. Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that looks like that. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they're definitely not like... This is so weird. They're, they're not def- scheming. No, no that boys don't acknowledge what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa goes, all the people that embarrass- that raise their hands, I'm embarrassed for them. I'm embarrassed at them. Imagine asking if who's my friend and then people raise their hands. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. She goes, I want a different relationship with God than I have. Whitney's like, I think Lisa's just into Mormonism for like community and like Aww. friends. That's why I'm like, the ultimate community that's not going to be like creepy about things are the Jews. They, yeah. God's calling you back home. It's a great community. New York, I think just is calling to Lisa Barlow. It is. God's calling. Will she answer? Hey God, it's me, Barlow again. It's me, your VIP client. Should I, am I a Manhattan girl or a Park City girl? Let me know. Wild Rose goes over to Cousin Heather's house for a stern talking. Heather answers the door and she goes, I'm so glad to see you. And for a second, it seems like maybe the two cousins turned best friends will bury the hatchet. Maybe there is hope after all for us to communicate. But no. No. No, it's not. Heather. She, at one point, Whitney goes, that right there, Heather, that is the dinger. Oh, no. Heather, basically... Oh, no. So you're telling me... You're telling me. She goes, my cousin and best friend who doesn't even know that my husband has been fired. And then you see Heather go, Justin's been fired. So I didn't know. I didn't know. I get the sense of their relationship that Whitney is always the one supporting Heather and it's not the other way around. So when that dynamic is changed... It doesn't work for the relationship anymore. Well, I think Heather was like, I'm the one leaving the church. I'm the one like being a bad Mormon. Like, this is my journey. Like, this is my identity. I'm the bad Mormon here. But while Rose even took, she took to pen to paper to sign away her exit from the Mormon church. She's taking things one step further. And Heather's like, I think Heather has like resentment because she's. There's competition vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Because also like Whitney is like prettier. Well, it's Whitney's like more like she's like has youth and beauty on her side, and, and she's like more... yeah, and she's married, and she's like fucking her husband. Heather's divorced. She's not as I think Heather still has like shame. She's still sort of like one foot is still in the church, and Whitney seems like fully out of it. Yeah, and she's jealous of Miss Wild Rose. She yeah, you're so right. I think she just feels there's can only be one bad Mormon. Yeah, and I think she's feel like especially that they're family. I think she feels like a weird like like why are you stealing my thunder? Why are you stealing my thunder? Like I'm the I'm the bad sheep of the family. And he's like, I see you are a bad Mormon, and I raise you one. I will now have mud sex with Justin. <laughs> 
I will now leave the church. Who's bad now? <laughs> I will start up, sink all my money into Wild Rose Beauty. Who's, who's bad? Who's reckless? It's me, the bad Mormon of the bunch. It's me. Hi. It's me, the I'm wild the problem Mormon. is me. <laughs> and then at one point, Heather goes, goodbye, Whitney. We've had enough. And then she closes the door and then leaves. She, they basically are done. And they're not. They're not talking. That's sad. I know. But it is like, I think, toxic dynamic of resentment. Codependent. Yeah. And scarcity mindset. Yeah. Oof. There's room enough for both. You can both be bad Mormons. Not in this town. Not here. But I also think Whitney's. I don't think Whitney's like, I don't think it's all Heather. I think Whitney's. I think she's stunted emotionally. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Whitney's like always there for Heather. Like I think it's like a two way. They both kind of were bad cousins. Yeah. Well. Well, see you next week, everyone. Love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.